Hey everyone, it's Matthew and it's time for a special pop dive into one of my favorite movies. Well, I'm not even going to mention what the movie is because you've already seen the title. So let's get started with a clip from one of my favorite movies, The Devil Wears Prada. for this uh, why is no one ready here it's a tough call they're so different mm. <laughs> something funny oh no 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 nothing's you know it's just the both those belts look exactly the same to me you know i'm still learning about this stuff and uh <laughs> this stuff oh okay i see you think this has nothing to do with you you go to your closet and you select i don't know that lumpy blue sweater for instance because you're trying to tell the world that you take yourself too seriously to care about what you put on your back but what you don't know is that that sweater is not just blue it's not turquoise it's not lapis it's actually cerulean and you're also blithely unaware of the fact that in 2002 oscar de la renta did a collection of cerulean gowns and then i think it was yves saint laurent wasn't it who showed cerulean military jackets i think we need a jacket here and then cerulean quickly showed up in the collections of eight different designers and then it uh, filtered down through the department stores and then trickled on down into some tragic casual corner where you no doubt fished it out of some clearance bin however that blue represents millions of dollars and countless jobs and it's sort of comical how you think that you've made a choice that exempts you from the fashion industry when in fact you're wearing a sweater that was selected for you by the people in this room from a pile of stuff All right, guys, let's get to it. It's all The Devil Wears Prada. Now, I'm not just talking about the movie The Devil Wears Prada. I actually want to talk about the book series as well. And I know you're probably saying, Matthew, series? What are you talking about? Yes, there is actually a series of Devil Wears Prada novels, which we're going to jump into. So, The Devil Wears Prada... The actual book came out in the year 2003. There was a follow-up book 10 years later called Revenge Wears Prada that came out in 2013. And a book that I actually just finished mere minutes before hitting record, When Life Hands You Lululemons, that came out in 2018. So I have seen The Devil Wears Prada, the movie, but also I've read all three of the books. So I kind of want to like compare, contrast, talk about my favorite parts. Um, The book, it is really good. It is not a carbon copy of the movie. The movie's not a carbon copy of the book. They do tweak some of the roles um, to it. The movie came out in 2006 and it made $41 million at the box office. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's a lie. 
it costed $41 million to make, the box office, it brought in $326.7 million, and it premiered on June 22nd, 2006. So the book, uh, the novel, was written by Lauren Weissenberger, um, and she's obviously written all three of the novels. She lives in Connecticut. So, hey, girl, hey, I'm originally from Connecticut. (laughs) Um, And so I remember actually seeing the movie in theaters. And now what people don't know is even before the movie, actually, even before the novel, the original Devil Wears Prada was finished, the rights were purchased to write a screenplay and turn it into a film. So the role of Miranda, um, which was played by Miranda by Miranda Priestly, the role of Miranda Priestly, which was played by Meryl Streep, um, is a very interesting role. In the book, she is pretty harsh. She is a bitch. She is the devil. Um, and from the research that I did about it, the screenwriters at first, they toned down Miranda and they made her, you know, a little bit more sympathetic. But then they decided to add back in the, uh, the you know, sharp tongue, the devil, a.k.a. also known as the devil. Um, and, you know, the there was very much... Uh, Don Rickles humor, kind of like the go ahead, hire the fat girl. Um, so the the screenplay, they always wanted Meryl Streep to play the role of Miranda Priestly. Always wanted Miranda. Oh, always wanted Meryl Streep. And they actually offered her only $2 million to play the role. But Meryl. It was 2006, so she was very much a well-established actress. Um, Truly a movie star, not just a celebrity. She is a movie star. And she knew her worth, and she said no. And it actually doubled to $4 million. It took 57 days to film. Um, And it filmed, of course, in New York City. A little bit of trivia about the movie is there's only one piece of Prada in the entire movie, and that is in the very beginning sequence when you see Miranda walking into the Elias Clark building. She's carrying a silver Prada bag. Okay, so let's dive into the books. So um, Emily actually lives in Connecticut. Not Emily. I'm sorry. Andy! (laughs) Um, Andy lives in Connecticut in the first book. Um, and they don't they don't really touch on a lot of the things that happened. I have to admit, it has been quite some time since I have read the book. And I feel as though the movie has kind of blurred the lines for me. Because I did... I saw the movie back in 2006 when it came out. And then shortly after, I did read the novel... And it was kind of interesting to see the differences, but I'm old now. That was almost 10 years. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That's over 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> well over 10 years. Um, so I don't really remember about it. Like, I don't remember what the actual, um, you know, 
differences were, but I do know it was a really great book that I couldn't put down. Now, flash forward 10 years, I did purchase this book when it came out and I actually read it on the train going to New York City, Revenge Wears Prada. So it takes that book um, actually takes place 10 years later and Andy is the editor of a new bridal magazine and she is planning her own wedding and they're basically trying, Miranda's trying to get back um, at her for leaving and there's just chaos that ensues. Um, It was a good book. It really was. And I do see, you know, it it was kind of a toss up. I remember when it was coming out, there was actually two covers that they had done, a white cover and a red cover. And it said Revenge Wears Prada. Um, But... I don't think it was as successful, of course, as Double Wars Prada, um, because, you know, it's a lot to follow up with, um, with just having such success of a novel that becomes a amazing screenplay. Um, oh, and we are totally going to talk about the fashion in the movie a little bit later. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, um, the book that I just read, When Life Hands You Lululemons, I actually picked it up at one of my favorite bookstores here in Charleston, Mr. K's Used Books. I absolutely love that store. I picked it up because Lauren Weissenberger does write a lot of cool books, um, you know, Chasing Harry Winston, Everyone Worth Knowing. Um, she does you know, a really good, just like fun, you know, fun novels. I didn't realize at the time that this book tied into The Devil Wears Prada, which is funny because on the very top it says A Devil Wears Prada novel. So the book, um, When Life Hands You Lululemons, is written from the perspective of Emily. Um, She has left Runway, she works in PR, and she helps um, one of her friends... A friend of a friend um, who is uh, basically accused of a DUI um, that her um, husband kind of like sets her up on, sets her up to get this DUI when she, it's, it's, it's all politics. Um, And so Emily kind of steps in and tries to do some like recon with it. But also Miranda, of course, is in the book and trying to get Emily to come back and work at Runway because she has not been able to find a suitable replacement since her and Andy left. I literally just finished the book and I cannot speak enough about it. If you are a Devil Wears Prada fan, you have to read this because it really does, you know, it it ties it up really nicely. I don't think Lauren Weissenberger should write another um, another book that uses these characters because if she does, it's almost like she's trying to milk the um, the success. Um, so why is the Delaware's Prada such a cult classic? Why is it a cult classic with the gays? And I do think, I think it's because, I mean, honestly, Miranda Priestly, as much of a vicious woman as she is, she is basically what every gay man wants to be. Like, just successful, you know, powerful, and just 
commands the attention of everyone in the room. The costumer from the movie, Patty Fields, Patricia Fields, she is truly the costumer of all costumers when it comes to movies and television. Patty Fields, she also did Sex in the City, the series, as well as both the Sex in the City movies. She did not turn, uh, return for the, and just like that, um, reboot, which is why some of the fashions are not good because she is also now the costumer for Emily in Paris. If you look at all the fashion in the Devil Wears Prada, it is all timeless. It is trendy, but timeless and classic and truly can be worn today. And it's just not going to age. There are so many amazing quotes in the Devil Wears Prada. Um, this isn't a quote, but I also like to say, screw the Bible, the Devil Wears Prada. That's just a quote of mine that I love to say. But there's so many. And one of the ones was that entire um, monologue that Meryl Streep delivered without um, without out hesitation about the cerulean um you know it was also lively and aware that uh, Eve Saint Laurent was it like she just was so aman- amazing and just Miranda has so many classic one-liners just that's all and you know <clears throat> florals for spring groundbreaking um and there's just so many you know Is there a reason why my coffee isn't here? Has she died or something? You know, the 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 um, tone of the voice and how um, Meryl Streep delivered the lines is so incredibly interesting because she based the voice off Clint Eastwood because Clint Eastwood speaks so softly that everybody has to lean in to hear him. So that's how she kind of based Miranda's voice off of. It is by far, it has gone down in history as one of the most expensive costume films. So many of the designers lent their clothes but didn't appear in the film out of fear that Anna Wintour, who Miranda Priestly is loosely based off of, would, you know, ban them from being in vogue. Um, and again, this screenplay was done before, like, the rights were bought before the book was even finished. Now, a couple of interesting things about the casting in The Devil Wears Prada. Of course, we know that Miranda Priestly was always going to be Meryl Streep. It was almost written for her. However, the role of Andy Sachs was not always going to be Anne Hathaway. Originally, it was pitched to Rachel McAdams from, you know, Mean Girls fame. Um, but she just kind of like didn't want to do another blockbuster um, movie because, you know, she had The Notebook, she had Mean Girls, she had, you know, that going for her, and she just didn't want to do it. Claire Danes also auditioned for the role of Andy Sachs as well as Juliette Lewis. And it is known that Anne Hathaway basically begged the casting director to, you know, give her this role. She actually wrote, like, please give it to me in a little zen garden of, of um, her casting agent's 
dusk, you know, the little like Zen sand gardens that they have. So there's that, right? Now let's also talk about the role Stanley Tucci filled of Nigel. He actually was not the first person um, to be in that role. They auditioned so many actors and they were already filming when he started on the movie. I think they were already like a month into filming um, before they hired Stanley Tucci. And I mean, honestly, let's, there's no denying that that role wasn't made for him. And then let's talk about Emily Charlton, who is played by the divine Emily Blunt. Um, She was actually auditioning for another movie at the time. Um, Aragon, I think it was called. It was like that really weird um, movie that was based about like a dragon of some sort. Um, And her agent, I believe reached out to her and was like, hey, how about you audition for this movie too? And literally, they were auditioning hundreds of girls for the role of Emily. They had so many other people um, try out for it. And, you know, it was a a job a million girls would, would kill for, you know? So, I mean, there's just so much history in The Devil Wears Prada. It is such a unique movie, and I feel like it's one of those blockbusters that it was, it was a, you know, I don't want to say it was a romantic comedy, but it was very, it was just so good. I remember I saw it with my um, dear friend Sharon. We went to go see it, and it was just so good. And then whenever I watch it, I just feel like, I want to get like dressed up the next day and just like look really, really cool and walk into a place and throw my bag and um, <laughs> my bag and my coat and be like, someone sweep it away. So guys, this has been my pop dive into The Devil Wears Prada. Oh my gosh, it's so fun. Um, and let's just talk about the soundtrack. Fantastic soundtrack. I mean, let's just talk about the opening before. I mean, see, I can't, this is gay DD. Like, the they play K.T. Tunstall, and the very beginning, suddenly I see while these models are getting ready, and then it's like a parallel between the models and Andy as she's getting ready for her interview at Runway. So if you haven't seen The Devil Wears Prada, what the hell is wrong with you? Do yourself a favor and check it out. I mean, it came out in 2006, so you've had more than enough time. So, that, again, this is in my pop dive into The Devil Wears Prada. And, I mean, come on, it's Meryl Streep. To quote Billy Eichner, Meryl fucking Streep. So good. So much fun. And literally, when life hands you Lululemons, pick it up, give it a read. It is so fantastic. The entire three books that are in The Devil Wears Prada series, totally worth reading. And so, just for your, um, you know, peace of mind. We got Devil Wears Prada, Revenge Wears Prada, and When Life Hands You Lululemons. So again, that is in my pop dive onto the Devil Wears Prada. So I will check in with you guys next week for maybe another pop dive, maybe something else. But uh, I mean, honestly, you know it's going to be good. <laughs> Take care, guys. <laughs>